Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer in studio today, Travis Waldstein, Air Serve Heating and Air Conditioning in uh, Council Bluffs. How's your world going on? It, uh, we thought we were going to get some colder weather being this time of year. <laughs> uh, Mother Nature's psychotic. You know, <laughs> you, know the, you know, the shirt that says, you know, my wife is, and it's hot, big, and it's like psychotic in there. Right. The weather is psychotic. So, yeah. So, you, you do, you know. You, well, as we are recording this, we're in the middle of November 2023 and getting a rather warm spell. We've been in the seven, approaching 70 every day for a few days. So. I'm still wearing t-shirts, yes. Yeah, much, and so. that's probably been a while. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I did have to bring a sweatshirt the other day, just one, in the morning. Anything specific hitting you guys that seems to be showing its ugly head right now? Right now? Air conditioners. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's November and still some AC calls. I mean, we're doing furnace stuff too. Got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, which is good. I'm not complaining. A lot of stuff going on. It's exciting, but then, oh, wow. And, you know, we've had some guys out the last couple of weeks, family stuff, personal stuff going on, just finally getting everything back in full. So things are finally starting to flow kind of smooth, a lot smoother the last couple of days, which has been very good, very thankful for that. And, you know, now we got, you know, let's see, it's November 15th, 16th, and we got this, what, six-week stretch to the end of the year. I mean, and it's hang on to your, hang up, put your chin right. stress on, buckle in, and let's go, because that's kind of with where we're at. Well, they say there's a saying about it's good to be king, or good to be the boss, and one of the things that you can do when you're the boss is you can tell people to do things they don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think maybe you've done that today. Yes. I brought in uh, brought in my lead installer, Kelly Barrett. Kelly, Kelly's been with me for 10 years. He came to me in 2013, early 2013. I had a little bit of a hiatus, but it's been pretty much 10 years now. He's been through the ups. He's been through the downs. He knew us when we were, basically it was me and him. Right. And then seeing all the changes and all the growth and he's seen people come. He's seen some people go and, you know, he gets to work with a lot of these new guys that are coming out of high school, coming to trades. One of them happens to be his nephew, Luke, who also works for us, you know. So he, you know. He, he's had to put up with a lot of, you know, green people, you know, been around. He, he, I still got more gray hair than he does, but he's got more of a gray beard than what I do. Of course, I don't have a beard. but So, no, I decided good to be, bring him in this morning. He don't like the limelight. He's kind of wants to just back into There's no limelight here. So I, is, we, this... we, we, we're going to need to bring Kelly in and just kind of talk about life a little bit. So. Well, first off, Kelly, thanks for coming in. And I can tell you that my brother's name is Kelly. And he's also, I mean, he, I would call him in the trades too. He's a mechanic for the post office. Oh, yeah. Lives down in Georgia, so works with his hands quite a bit. Thanks for coming in, and I'm sure that if you've been with Travis this long, it's just been one hellacious story after another. Yes. That you, <laughs> but there has to be some reason why you've been doing this for as long as you have, and, and inside of the same company. I mean, leave Travis out of it, but you got to like the work too, right? Uh, yeah, it pays good. It, it pays good, and also, I mean, I'm sure at this point you got to be good at it, and you that have the knowledge. Is. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, well, Kelly, when he came to me, you'd worked for a company out of Blair for what year and a half, two years, something like that. Yeah, two years. And they came in, and you know, first we were working together, and you could vouch for this. And then one day, I was busy on the phone, we're trying to do an install, and it's just like. 
Travis, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, that was kind of the conversation. So. Yeah. But you have a lot of roles in the company. I mean, your primary role is lead installer, but, you know, trainer's part of that. Talk about a little bit about what you do in a day-in, day-out, daily basis as far as your job. I go on and replace uh, HVAC systems. What's all involved with that? So, T- Doing duct work, turning the furnace out, turning the AC out, reinstalling it, talking with customers. Mm-hmm. And you got to make it look good too, right? Oh yes. Got to make it look good. I mean, you know, you know, you got to show up in the morning, and Travis gives them this install that is pretty much a pile of crap, and then he goes, "Why did you sell this, Travis? <laughs> Why didn't you walk away from it?" And then give him a couple hours. He's like, "Okay, I got this figured out." And then by the end of the day, it looks like freaking magic. Isn't that kind of how this works more days than not? Yeah, not too much no more because I've been doing it so long. It just comes to me naturally. Yeah. So. When was the last time that you saw something that surprised you? Oh, I think there's one coming up. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> apparently, there's a story there. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, we, yeah, that's a gift that keeps on giving too. But. Well, we live in an area with a lot of old houses. So I'm sure that there are many systems of the way they used to do things and then a house or an addition was built around it that didn't take into consideration that something might need to be replaced one day yeah and i know how to work around these older houses now because i've been doing it so long and we've been doing so many of them just got to sit back and look and see what's going to make stuff work and sometimes i don't think you really know until you tear it out sometimes you got to get it out and they get a clean focus and kind of see what you see Yes, it looks terrible when you get in there and you see the old system in there. But once you get it tore out, then you can do it your way. So you're doing everything your way, and it goes better, goes together better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it definitely. It, you know, you've had quite a few helpers and stuff that you've worked with, and uh, you're, like I said, you're not a huge talker person. He can sing. Well, I don't know if he can really sing. He does sing on the job site. But, you know, but you work with, a, you've worked with several guys and you're kind of one, you, you show guys, but you'll show guys how to do stuff. But then, you know, you, you're not going to show them 10 times, but they want to learn. They got to be a little bit proactive as far as, so if you got a young person that's coming in and we got Grant, one of our brand new guys with today, you show and explain, but you're kind of one of them that, hey, you want somebody that's going to jump in and help and want to learn the process as far as what you're doing. Yeah, I want them to sit there and watch me probably first first time, second time, you know, pay attention to what I'm doing. And then if you think you got it, just get jump on in and say, hey, I can do that. And then and that shows me that you want to learn and you you can do it. If you ain't trying, then you ain't learning. No. There's a lot of people, I think, that are like that. They, they learn better with their hands on. So I'm, I'm that way. If I'm actually doing it, then that helps me learn more. So instead of somebody just telling me, all right, well, you've told me, but I still haven't learned it yet. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of kids. I mean, you, you've got teenagers at, at home. Um, but I think there's a lot of, I say kids, young adults, they do better with that. As long as you le- explain the expectation that, Hey, you, you want well, to show you, but then, you know, once you got a feel for it, then you need to jump in and start doing this. Uh, am I right in that? Yeah, I'll show you, watch me, I'll explain to you, and then 
go ahead and jump in and start doing it. If you did something wrong, I'll tell you you did something wrong. You should have probably did it this way. But everybody's going to do it their own way. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, I'm going to tell you something about this guy, and I don't think he gives himself enough credit for it because a lot of your stuff, you, you learn some, but a lot of stuff he was self-taught. You know, we send him some classes and some training. But, you know, like I said, it, it, he'd be the first one to tell you, you know, he, you know, he got his Nebraska journeyman fairly early on and struggled. I mean, like, you know, he had, you know, he, with the state of Iowa licensing testing, because it's two totally different tests. You, you know, Kelly showed me a lot of things. I don't really question what he does anymore. I, I might give him a dirty look once in a while, but I'm going to tell you what, one <laughs> of the, one of the probably proudest moments, probably in owning my company, let alone as him, is, you know, he finally, you know, he got his Iowa journeyman passed this year. I mean, this is a man that knows more than probably 90% of the people out there. But listen, testing is not an easy thing. For, uh, testing is not a, the easiest thing in the world for him. He can show you, he can go do it, he can go do service and do install. But, you know, he persevered and he went through and he worked his tail off. And I'm going to tell you what, that, you know, for all his physical skills and working and dealing with customers, I'm going to tell you what, a lot of people would have quit. And I'm sure there's days he wanted to quit. But I'm going to tell you what, one of my proudest moments is when he came back in and he finally had that test. He got, what, 83% or whatever it was. I'm going to tell you. But that's perseverance. It's hard work. It's studying. And listen, there's nothing fun about studying for your journeyman test, is there? No. <laughs> and he probably hated me for it, you know. It's like, but, uh, you know, but now that he has it, guess what? They can't take it away. Yeah, I don't have to listen to you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you know, I'm like, I'm like that bad dad, you know. It, it's, like, it's like going to the doctor and taking cough syrup. You don't want to take it, but then you take it, you get better. So, so. what's your favorite thing, I, I, work-related? And we know we know you're a Nebraska fan. We know you. He's a yeah. I know we have a few of them in the office. I know you're bringing them in here. Yeah, he works for me too. Okay. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, you know, they, they asked about putting a Nebraska poster up. I said we could put it in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll put it. Get get an old toilet seat, and hang the big end underneath of it. So when you lift the lid. Uh-huh. See how that works? Oh, oh yeah. don't worry. His nephew is already changing a couple of my old trucks, like the Wi-Fi to hook onto the phone to like Huskers one or something. I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is this stuff? So, what you, besides the your you get through your licensing, what is a your time in your career? What's the thing you're most proud of, or the thing that you? I guess two parts. What, what do you enjoy, enjoy most about what you're doing, and the thing you're pr- proud of in the years of doing this for a trade? I enjoy it when you go to a job and you tear out a job that's looks like crap. And then at the end, you get it all together and you look at that and you can say, I did that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like. Mm-hmm. When it looks good, you say, I did that. Mm-hmm. What about, now let me ask you a question. Do you ever drive by houses and like when you're in Gladwell Council Bluffs and say, did that house, did that? Yeah, that drives my brother nuts because I'll tell him, hey, I... I did an install over there at that house, or I did an install there, you know. <laughs> you know, you go back to my painting days still to this day, I do that. Uh-huh. There's, oh, yeah. there's houses in town that I know that I painted or either inside or, or something outside. 
And yeah, when I drive past it every single time, I, yep, I, I remember what I was doing on that house. So yeah. Well, his brother works for a contractor down in Glenwood, so his brother's a service plumber by trade. So he doesn't tell you about every house he went and staked the toilet out. <laughs> no, he don't. <laughs> because when I, I go, I'm usually there with him on the weekend. <laughs> and he's on call. <laughs> As long as you're not, as long as you're not having to work with the snake, right? Or do you yeah. jump in on that too? No, <laughs> you're there. He's there for moral support. Well, I help him. I gotta wrap the snake up. <laughs> that to me sounds like a bad enough job, depending on where that thing's been. Oh yeah, it's a bad job. <laughs> That's why I don't want to do plumbing. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. He's not gonna be part of the whole plumbing stuff. We've already, we've already, we've already set some demarcation. Kelly will not be doing any sort of service plan. He, the closest they might have to install a water heater, but beyond that, yeah, it's not his deal. How about, I mean, with all the different trades that are out there, if you weren't doing HVAC, is there another one that you would like to be able to do or, or looks interesting to you? Oh, I, I don't know. I just, I got into this trade because I had two kids and I had to support them, so I had to have some good job. So I went to college for it and... I chose HVAC because my cousin was doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you bring up a good point, Kelly, is that you needed to make a good living, and you do make a good living. And we have talked many times on this program about young people considering this. We're not saying that every single person needs to go into the trades, but put it on your list as an option, and it's done very well for you. Yeah, there's a lot of kids that's, doesn't want to really do the trade and which we don't have an, uh, a lot of people out there that's trying to get into trading it would be better if you can get a lot more kids interested in a trade like this because when we're gone who else is going to do it you know it's a very good point and we've talked about it before that you know and guys that are in travis's position that your people that you consider peers that are owners that's an aging group too yeah, unfortunately, they're not getting younger. It's everybody wants to sit in either in front of a computer, or have an OnlyFans account, or um, <laughs> you know what? What a TikTok, you know TikTok social follower, you know. Right. I, I mean, I'm a call for what it is. I mean, you know, they they say so many people have left the working industry because there's people at home doing that now. I have a face for radio, and no one wants to see me on OnlyFans or on TikTok. You know, they're just places that some people should not go, but. For a lot of us out there that are, you know, common everyday people, you know, that, you know, don't want to go to school necessarily for a four-year degree, it, it's not in them. I was never a four-year degree person. I don't think, Kelly, you didn't really have a drive to go to a four-year degree college growing up. No. It's, you know, you have to have an avenue, you know. And listen, there's a lot of places. You, now, you went to Vatter. You went to Vatter in Omaha. and But, you know, we how many guys have we got now that work for us that have, there's at least two that work for us that never went to, you know, didn't even go to school. They just kind of worked through. I mean, Ju- Justin didn't go to school. Hayden, Hayden went through the Marine Corps. But, hell, he worked for us since, what, he was in high school, you know. Yep. And, and, you know. You don't have to, I mean, you don't have to go to school. And it's not just HVAC, your brother, company he works for, the same thing, you know, electricians. I mean, that's the thing. They're, the reason I bring Kelly in here is, hey, he's that story of started out, had two kids, had to pay the bills, but, you know, he was able to put grind and work and do his job. I mean, and he's a hardworking dude. I mean, I hate to say it, I got dishpan hands. You look at his hands, you can tell he's a working man every day, no doubt about it. 
you know, and, you know, you can do that if you're not afraid to work a little bit. And that's one thing this man is not afraid to do. 30-foot ladders isn't his thing, but neither is mine. That's why we have young people working for us now. So. I've been up one. I don't ever want to go up one again. <laughs> and it, when you have that extended all the way out, it doesn't feel as solid as it does. When no, it, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go up it if I have to, but... Yeah, I was up one and was up pretty high on it past what I should have been just because I was trying to reach the peak of a gable uh, one time. And it was, yeah, I was a little bit nerve-wracking. But, you know, you you talk a lot about the hard work and the, and the fact that, Kelly, that you're not afraid to work with your hands. But on the flip side, what's, what's positive for that for you that at the end of the day, that this is what keeps you going in and doing this all the time? I don't know. I just keep doing it because I got to live. I got to have a good living, so I just do it. Well, yeah, you do have to have a good living, but, I mean, you can go manage a McDonald's, you know, but you don't, That's there's a difference. There's yeah. something about this that feeds your soul. I mean, there, there has to be, otherwise you wouldn't have been at it as long as you have. You're not stuck in a, like, say, managing a McDonald's. You're not stuck in a building. I'm out doing different things, whether it's doing a geo or a furnace or a rooftop on top of a roof or something. You're always doing something, you're in a different spot. I don't like to be in one spot for too long. I think that's a good point that he brings up, that somebody that is successful in this industry, that, that that's something that drives them, is, is that change of scenery. He had a lot of freedom with that, and he, you've seen a lot of different stuff. I mean, we've done rooftops on top of the Dodge House in town here. You know, which getting up to that roof's a little bit sketchy, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, it, the ladder would not hold me. Uh, yeah, but that's a story for another day. You know, but there's lots of different stuff. There's been some cool places we've been to. There's been some places that are, you know, dis- d- disgusting to be, you know, be at. I think of one story. This is about 10 years ago. Now, we had a guy, and we hired him, and we wanted to see if he'd break it or not. Well... We had a mobile home down on Mountmore Acres that the whole thing is we had to rerun new ductwork in. Well, this home was not very nice, and the axles were laying underneath of it, and, of course, he was about as skinny as I am. <laughs> and I think he was down there for, what, two days? He didn't quit. I'll give him that. But then, you know, Kelly had to go in. I think you had to go in and help him finish that up. You, you, you know, so you get into them kind of spots too, but, you know, you know, get a lot of compliments, you know, you know, customers, you know, like his demeanor, like his, you know, approach, you know, you know, like I said, you know, Kelly's not one of them. He's not a, you know, he's not a rah-rah, you know, type deal, but uh, I think customers like that, you know, the people he works with like that, you know, he can have, you know, a conversation you know, with them and, you know, has very good dialogue, you know, customer service. I mean, he can run service too. I mean, you know, it's, but he likes the installation better. You know, once he's, once his day's done, you know, and anymore, a lot of times, shoot, you know, you see an install seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning, he's back by three, four, three, four o'clock, depending on who's with and what's going on. But I mean, so the, I mean, the timing and getting stuff done has gotten, you know, over time is just, you know, I mean, it's magic at this point, you know, it really is with what he does. And, and, you know, I'd hate to think where the company would be without him and then working with some of the younger guys, you know, I mean, that's the thing. He's working with guys that Luke's what, 23, yeah, 21, yeah, 21, 22. I mean, he's working with some young guys that are, 
going to be the future. And, you know, he, he's trained him. You know, I want to kind of get him to a point to where we're either busy enough. I can have him in the shop building metal and drinking coffee, and then he can be off at 3 o'clock, and he can help, go help David, you know, snake sewer. <laughs> I think it just... When you start it, you just got to, it's going to take you some time to get going, like my nephew. I mean, he's doing a good job. But I think within about three or four years, I think he'll be good to go. I think it'll come to him naturally. It does sound like a person that is getting into the trades needs to have a little patience with themselves and understand that look, it's okay that you don't know everything right now. And also, don't pretend like you do because it's better to ask the question than to completely mess something up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to mess stuff up. I mean, you've messed stuff up. I've messed stuff up. And, you know. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. I never make mistakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, there you go. You're a Falcons <laughs> fan, right? Oh, there. Oh, yeah. it went there. Went there. <laughs> yeah. I never, I didn't get into that game. Um, I had nothing to do with it. As hard as I tried. I was not allowed to play, so it's not my fault they blew the lead. This, this man, Kelly, he shows up. Was, was it, well, Christmas, was it Christmas party? He shows up when he's a Giants fan. So I don't know how the heck he became a Giants fan, right? He's got this glossy white coat that says Giants with this white pants. Did you have chains on that day, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had the whole New York Giant vibe about him. And I was right. a Giant fan. It's like, Holy cow, that coke will freaking blind somebody. <laughs> I've always, it, it, this is me running down a little squirrel hole here, but as far as the Giants are concerned, I preferred the uniforms, especially the helmets. I said Giants and underline instead of the NY. I, just, I like that look better. It goes back to the Phil Sims days. Yes. So, I don't know why they don't bring those back. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? No. <laughs> no, no, it's it's feast or famine with the Giants. That's yeah. just how it works. Yeah. No, you know Ke- Kelly recently had a family tragedy, and I'm not get into it. But I'll tell you, the other thing he's got too, and I've experienced here in the last week, he's got a real close family, real close knit family, and I think that helps you a ton for what he does. I think it gives him a lot of, you know, meaning. It gives him a lot. Gives him stuff to wake up to every day you know and i saw firsthand here this last week about you know how close and how tight his family is and you know that says a lot about there's a lot of families that are divided and fight and do whatever else but you know didn't see any of that stuff and you know his family from his kids to his wife to his extended family i mean it was you know he he should be proud he he should be proud of them too so you ever give the chance, Kelly, to talk to a young person that hasn't decided what they want to do yet? Have you? Has that opportunity ever presented itself to you? Oh, yeah. I just talked to him today. What was that conversation like? Well, I asked him what, what made him want to do this, and he said he don't know. <laughs> I said, do you think you, this is what you're going to want to do? He says, well, I don't know. So we're going to have to give him some time. I think that's actually a fair answer, though, because with what you do, how can you know what it's really like until you get in and do it? Until you yep, get into some of those dirty jobs. Because they're not always clean-cut jobs. They're crawl spaces or attics. Any critters roaming around down there? That Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Based was, on a family of raccoons. You know, we haven't, have you found any money yet in any duct work? 
No. No, but he has found a few sex toys, including my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. They, were, they weren't mine. Sorry, Mrs. Wallstein. <laughs> they weren't mine. She was there when they found them. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, they're changing first to the house. He's like, you, you would work with this. It's like, what the heck is this? I'm at work, and I, I don't know where I was, and all of a sudden it's like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Previous owners, so. Well, okay. (laughs) This is why we have the podcast side and we have the radio side. Yeah, exactly. And they don't cross. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've seen people pull money out of walls. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Got one customer in town. He keeps his money in the walls, literally. Yeah. Well, that that works, and hopefully you don't have a fire. Yeah, that's kind of a bad deal of a fire. What's well, probably the worst place you've actually been into? Don't give the address, just no. <laughs> oh, the house underneath in the crawl space that it smelled like dead mice all over, and you had to crawl on red bricks. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's where they put the furnace. Yeah. Or was that a service car? Or was that an that was duct work? We had to replace all the duct work and crawl on. It was like. Two and a half feet tall, and had to crawl on red Ooh. brick. It wasn't even gr- dirt, dirt or nothing. It was red brick busted up all underneath it. Oh, boy. That can't be comfortable. No, it's not. I'd rather be at a rooftop any day than do that. <laughs> well, what do you think, Kelly? Was this like the worst experience ever, or did it? Is typically what happens when somebody new comes into the studio and they sit down for the first time ever in front of a microphone. When they're done, they're going, that wasn't as bad as I thought. No, I was sweating a little bit at first, but yeah, <laughs> it's got it better. Because it's a conversation. That's all that these are. And I encourage anybody that uh, uh, as just sit down and uh, get used to it. But, of course, I've been talking into a microphone for 30 years. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. When people hear him a little bit today, you know, let's say if their son or daughter wants to get in and do this, and, and they can say, hey, you know what? I've listened to this guy's story and what he does and kind of how he teaches somebody, you know what, you know, he's a good mentor, you know, you know, like the kid this morning, you know, the kid this morning said, I don't want to do, well, gotta give him a little bit of time and find out, you know, we're, he's not going to judge you, you, you know, and yeah. he's just going to let you do your job and, and gives you an opportunity. If you screw up, he'll let you know you screwed up. That's okay. That's part of the process, but that's only also the only way you're going to learn how to do and that's with anything, I think. Even if you got a four-year degree, that's yeah. you have to screw up before you figure it out. You ever screwed up anything, Kelly? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that's how you learn from it. Yep. That's how you learn from your mistakes. Right. I think the it, it's not the mistake; it's repeating it is the problem. Yeah. And if if it's something that keeps happening, that's the definition of insanity. Yeah. Oh, I, that's a different podcast. <laughs> you know, that, that's when we need to sit down and I need to give you $150 for the therapy session. <laughs> Is that all? I might have to talk to Kate Cross. I'm going to see what she's charging. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, guys, thank you very much for coming in. And any, anytime you come in and we get a little bit of an insight into what it is that you do and the folks that are doing it. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. And this was overdue. He, and I'm just like, and he knew he was doing a job right up the street today. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I, so I texted him. I said, yeah, I got it. I said, yeah, Kelly needs to come in here. He, you know, if I had told him a week ago, he'd 
you know, sometimes it's better just better to wait and just yeah, the last minute. You know, yeah. but yeah, I, this I've been thinking about this one for a while. So we gotta get him in there. So yeah, see what I do here. This isn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, you work. Yeah. What I do is this is I've, I've described it before that my job is as close as I've ever gotten to getting paid for doing nothing. We're just sitting here and talking. So that's the idea. All right, listen. Kelly, thanks for coming in. Thanks for everything you do for us. Yep, thanks. Thank you for having me. And we thank you for listening to this episode of Circle of Trades. We'll be back again next week with another. Until then, take care.